Do you know what you're bringing to the first tailgate of the season? I've got some low-fuss, crowd-pleasing favorites for you. Hi there. You're listening to Happy Hostess Podcast with Christy Lalonde. I'll be sharing episodes each week to help you entertain and welcome guests into your home without all the stress. There will be guest interviews with party planning and hospitality experts that share their secrets to becoming a confident hostess. So get comfortable as we find the joy in celebrating life's big and small moments. Hello, and welcome to the 41st episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. Goodness, can you believe it's been 41 already? It seems like I just got started, and I know the one-year mark will be here before I know it. Okay, before I move on to today's topic, I want to give a big thank you to one of my latest reviewers, Carly Ann Walker. She said, Happy Hostess is a one-stop shop for all your hosting needs. Christy is humorous, a great listener, and asks all the right questions. From table decor and food to great conversations to welcoming people with open arms into her home, she knows about it all when it comes to being an excellent hostess. Can't wait until the next episode comes out. Goodness, Carly Walker, I can't thank you enough for your glowing review. Your kind words are so encouraging to me, and five-star reviews really help others find the podcast, too. Thank you, Carly. Thank you. Thank you. So on to today's topic. Tailgate season is officially getting ready to start, and we all need some tried and true dishes that everyone is sure to enjoy. I'm going to share five super simple, classic Southern tailgate dishes today. These recipes are not meant to show off your amazing cooking skills, nor are they on the edge of the culinary trends of today. These are just tried and true, no-fail recipes that everyone loves. The type of recipes you would probably find in a Southern magazine 25 years ago or in your church cookbook. They are also all good recipes to have to build up your arsenal of recipes for entertaining. When you're first learning to cook, it's so helpful to build up a collection of recipes that make you feel confident. With each dish you master, you feel a little more confident in the cooking arena, and that makes you feel more confident as a hostess overall. Appetizers and desserts are great places to start. So all these recipes will help you build up that collection. Before you know it, you'll have all the recipes you need for most any occasion. So for my first recipe, I have... The cheddar cheese ring. I've been making this so long that I can't even remember where or how I got the recipe, but I've made it so many times that I feel like I've always known how to make it. It's one of those things that almost everyone loves, and I repeatedly get asked to bring again and again. All you need to do is put in a big bowl equal parts of finely shredded cheddar cheese and sharp cheddar cheese. Finally, chop up some white onions, some pecans. Finally, add some mayonnaise and a dash of red pepper flakes. Now, this is when things get a little messy. You can mix this up in a big bowl with a spoon, but I find that what really works best is to use your hands to thoroughly combine all of it. You can wear gloves if you want, but once it's thoroughly combined, you're going to mold it into a ring, sort of like a wreath on a plate, leaving a hole in the middle. 
once you've made your ring, you can put some more pecan pieces on the cheese ring and let it chill for at least a couple of hours for the flavors to melt together. Right before you serve it, fill the hole in the middle with strawberry preserves. You could also use another type of jelly. There are so many options these days. I imagine like a jalapeno raspberry jelly would be fantastic. Many, many flavors will work well, but regardless, people are going to love it. You can serve it with all types of crackers, but I usually use Triscuits because it seems to be the most popular choice and they're a sturdy cracker. And it's a rather hearty cheese dip, so it's nice to have something strong and sturdy to dip into the cheese ring. I'll have a link in the show notes for the recipe. Number two on our list is sausage balls. Yes, the standard sausage balls that we all know and love with made with Bisquick. I'm part of Holly Hire's Cookbook Club, and we are trying and discussing recipes out of Courtney Whitmore's Southern Entertainer's Cookbook. Her sausage balls recipes were part of one week's assignment, and they were so good. Everything I've tried from her cookbook has been excellent. But on Courtney's website, Pizzazzery, she also has a pimento cheese sausage ball recipe. And I'm linking that in the show notes for you. It is a delicious new twist on an old classic. It's even better. Now, if you need a gluten-free option in sausage balls, DM me on Instagram. It's so easy to make them taste pretty much exactly the same with the gluten-free Bisquick mix, but you do need to adjust the measurements just a bit. So I'd be happy to share that with you. Another thing I found out when making sausage balls this time around is that you can actually make them or cook them in the air fryer. And it cuts down on like half the time. I mean, it only takes 20 minutes to cook them in the oven. And that's best if you're making very large batches. But it is great to be able to cook them in 10 minutes if you're just making some for your family. And for number three, since we are tailgating, I have to have at least one recipe that involves a grill. At our male-dominated tailgate, everything and anything can be grilled, from corn to tomahawk steak. So my dish for the grill is pork tenderloin sandwiches or sliders. There is something so simple about these, but it just screams fall and football to me. Plus, it takes almost no prep time. You just need to marinate pork tenderloins and Allegro original marinade for a few hours, then throw them on the grill until the tip is 145. If you're new to grilling, use a thermometer and make sure not to overcook. It will ruin the flavor and the meat will be tough and chewy. And that's not what we're after. It should have a barely pink center. Once they're up to temp, take them off the grill and let it rest for a few minutes before slicing into about a three-quarter of an inch slice. Slice some of the soft slider-sized buns like Sara Lee dinner rolls are my favorite. Just slice them in half and spread on some mayonnaise before placing your tenderloin slices on them. It sounds very, very basic. And it is basic, but it is a huge crowd pleaser. And Fourth, we're on to a dessert, Mississippi Mud Brownies. And I'm going to preface this with the fact that you probably want to wait until these really hot months are over because this has a layer of chocolate ganache on it. And if it's super hot, it could be kind of messy. So wait for the colder months of tailgating and this will be divine. Picture a thick brownie with a layer of marshmallows on top of the brownie 
with a thick layer of chocolate ganache layered on top of that. And if you like nuts, you can layer those in with the marshmallows. That's up to you, but oh my gosh, it is so good. Absolutely one of my all-time favorites. I'm going to list a recipe in the show notes that's excellent. And these brownies are super rich, so you don't need to cut huge pieces. Since they're so rich, people don't tend to be able to eat a lot of them at one time, but they will love that you brought them to the Dalegate. And last on this list is the caramel apple dip. Not a super creative name, but it's delicious nonetheless. This is another one that comes together so quickly, and it's usually gone by the end of the day. So you beat some cream cheese and powdered sugar together and mold that into a ball and chill for at least 30 minutes. Then take some caramel dip like Marzetti's in the grocery store and heat it up just enough in the microwave to be able to pour it over the cream cheese mixture. Top that off with chopped peanuts or your favorite nut topping. Then you serve it with apple slices. If you want to get really creative, you could mold the cream cheese mixture into the shape of a football. And after you pour the caramel over it, you could use a piping bag of some of the softened cream cheese mixture to create little lines on top of the caramel to make it look like a football. I might just try that and show it to you on Instagram. Okay. I told you I was giving you five recipes, but I have a bonus one because this isn't necessarily a classic to me because I only learned of it in the last year, but I foresee it becoming a classic in the future. Stacey Partle of Southern Discourse mentioned whipped feta with honey dip in one of the first episodes of the podcast when we discussed how to throw an appetizer party. I'll link that episode in the show notes too. Stacy said the dip was a big favorite with her guests, and she actually made it for us at the Supper Club Soiree in Birmingham a couple of weeks ago. It was a huge hit. This one won't take you any time either. It involves whipped feta crumbles, cream cheese, a little olive oil, some spices and herbs. Whip that up in the food processor. Then you plate it with a little well for the honey and garnish it with chives and pistachios. It makes the most beautiful dish, but at a tailgate, that's not what they'll be interested in, how pretty it is. They're going to love it for its amazing flavor. I'll link her recipe in the show notes. This recipe is a keeper. So there you have five classic recipes for your next tailgate. Cheddar cheese ring, pimento cheese sausage balls, pork tenderloin sliders, caramel apple dip, and Mississippi mud brownies, plus a bonus one of Stacy Pirtle's whipped feta honey dip. If you have any questions about these recipes, please DM me on Instagram, or if you want to share your tailgate classics, I'd love to hear them. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review it on your podcast app. It would mean the world to me. If you need links for anything mentioned during this episode, head over to happyhostesscollective.com and you'll find them in the show notes. A new episode comes out every Tuesday and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have a great week.